This is The Rant presented by Strive Sports. Benjamin Klein here with you on this lovely Thursday, May 6th afternoon. Going to be talking Yankees today. Uh, game from last night. Decided to record this a little bit later on in the day so I could watch and comment on the game from today. Uh, so the Yankees wound up taking two out of three from the Astros, losing the final game of the three-game series today. Uh, then I will be to also talking about the Mets Uh Again, they're also playing in the afternoon today. They're about to finish up their game against the St. Louis Cardinals. They're 4-1 in the top of the ninth, so I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, also going to be discussing the uh, Knicks' loss last night to the Denver Nuggets. They got whopped, uh, the you know most disappointing or biggest loss they've had in quite some time. Uh, and then also going to discuss a little bit about... I'll actually start by discussing uh, what happened in the Rangers game last night. Uh, if you didn't know, if you're not a very big hockey hockey fan, uh, the New York Rangers and the Washington Capitals had a game at Madison Square Garden last night. Uh, they played previously this week, uh, in which a player on the on the Capitals, I believe his name is Matt Wilson, uh, injured Artemi Panarin of the Rangers. Uh, it was actually a fight that they a little scrum uh, after the whistle blew. Um, you know, this guy Wilson pushes. I forget exactly who it was into the into the ice using a stick, like literally pushed his neck into the into the ice, and uh, you know, pushing and shoving. And next thing you know, he's going at it with Panarin, and he like body slammed Panarin to the ground, and he was beating him up. Uh, did it wind up getting suspended for what happened? Panarin is now out for the remainder of the season. Uh, and the Rangers, you know, apparently people were mentioned were talking about them being a softer team, uh, and they wanted to change that mentality uh, at the just at the start of this game. Literally, the game started. Throw off the gloves. The puck dropped. Throw off the gloves. The second that the puck was dropped, everyone on the ice started fighting. The guy who the Rangers were really upset at wasn't even on the ice. In this guy Wilson, uh, and it was just a really crazy side, uh, you know. Crazy moments in the penalty box. The penalty box, as they were saying last night, was loaded like the seven train to, to Queens. Uh, you know, it was, they had like six or seven guys in there, each team. Uh, you know, and it didn't stop. Once Wilson got on the ice, they went after him. They started a fight with him. Uh, and then even after that, more fights and more fights, and it just didn't stop. Uh, just thought that I needed to comment on that because... You know, I, 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 before they even started mentioning that, I thought that it was a move by the Rangers to try and show some toughness, that they're not weak, uh, that they're not soft. Uh, you know, they're a young team also, so they have a lot to prove. And, you know, this will be something that other teams will remember going into the future, that the Rangers um, are not soft. The league is, does not, you know, fight like this anymore. They're going to back their teammates. Uh, you know, Panarin, one of the better players on the team, and now he's out for the season. So the Rangers really wanted to leave a mark on the Capitals, uh, maybe take out a player since they're going, uh, you know, they're going to make the playoffs. But, no, thankfully, no one, no one actually got injured last night. Another great story inside the story from that game last night is that TJ Oshie scored a hat trick on the Rangers. Uh, I believe his father passed away. Uh, rest in peace, 
on Tuesday. So he comes back two days later. Hattrick, great story. Uh, congratulations, TJ Oshie. He's an American favorite in terms of hockey just because of, uh, you know, everyone remembers what he did in that shootout against, uh, I believe it was Russia in the Olympics back in the day. But I uh, thought I needed to lead off with that story just because it was, I think it was the most interesting story in New York sports last night. And I don't talk enough about hockey here. Uh, you know, there's more hockey teams in, in New York technically than any other sport if you count the Devils. So uh, it's really a lot to talk about uh, when you're talking about hockey. Hopefully I can get someone on here one time that, that I can really uh, work off of in talking hockey since uh, I'm not the most knowledgeable in hockey, but I am a fan. So uh, just thought I had to mention that. Crazy game. Uh, I, I hope that they don't match up again this season, the Rangers and the Capitals. I'm not sure what the schedule is. But I hope they don't match up again. I don't want to see that go down again. And there's probably going to be beef going on for the foreseeable future uh, as long as Wilson is on the team. I mean, the Rangers said that if he got suspended, you know, this would this would have been avoided. But he didn't get suspended and this and this went down. So it was very interesting to see. And it, for the fans, it must have been entertaining, especially if you were at the game. Uh, unfortunately, I did not see it live uh, as in on TV live. Uh, I kind of wish I did. Uh, but really, you know, Maybe maybe this is a moment where the Rangers are taking a step in the right direction, although they did uh, just fire their president and their GM yesterday for really no reason, according to many Rangers fans. But, uh, you know, crazy day for the Rangers yesterday, fire their president and their GM, and then all this goes down, Panarin out for the season. So just thought I needed to lead off with that for you uh, hockey fans or Rangers fans out there. Uh, but let's get to the real nitty-gritty, that being the Yankees. Uh, and their series win over the Houston Astros, winning the game last night six to three. Montgomery six innings pitched, three earned runs. That's a that is a quality start. And then unfortunately they lost today on a Garrett Cole start, seven innings pitched, two earned runs. That's a quality start. Uh, they decided to take Aaron Boone decided to take him out in the seventh inning with 97 pitches, not allowing him to go into the eighth inning. Uh, and in the eighth inning, Altuve bombed us, hitting a three-run homer uh, to take the lead. At that point, the Yankees were winning, th- I believe it was 3-2. to two, And next thing you know, it is 5-2 to two Astros. I mean, 5-3 to three Astros. So that was a big game-changing moment. Chad Green uh, only was only able to get one out in that inning, gave up three earned runs on that home run, uh, two hits, one walk. So just, you know, an unfortunate day for the bullpen. Also, Justin Wilson uh, gave up two earned runs. So overall for the bullpen today, five earned runs given up. Ruin a great start by Cole. And uh, what's new? As I say, we can't get all three facets of the team to be working. Uh, Most of the time, the starting pitching isn't necessarily doing what it takes. And it's as if when the starting pitching does what it takes, uh, especially when Garrett Cole's on the hill, then, you know, maybe the bullpen comes in a little more lax. They're like, oh, Cole did the job. Like, this is going to be easy money for us in comparison to when, uh, you know, guys like Domingo Herman uh, or maybe Tyon are going like four innings and they're like, oh, wow, we really need to step up our game right now. Maybe Green came in a little more laxed. Uh, you know, he's got his ERA up at 2.50 now and he, and he just did not get the job done when he came in. Very disappointing game today. I had the Yankees in my lay of the day, so finish it. So I'm done with my lay of the day that early on. Very disappointing, uh, especially you know with with how well the offense had been playing. But uh, and by offense, I think I actually mean stand. But to get into the stats a little bit, uh, yesterday the Yankees went three for nine with runners in scoring position. 
Two of those were Stanton, though. He went two for two with runners in scoring position. So uh, talk about the guys who were struggling. Judge over three. I think that he hit. He struck out like seven or eight straight times. Uh, he might have broken that today. I think he broke that today. Lemayu zero for one. Urshela zero for one. Gardner zero for one. So it's pretty much was all Stanton. Hicks also had a hit, but uh, obviously he was happy with the performance last night. Um, you know. Three for nine with runner scoring position. That's three thirty-three. That's you know that's that's a good day. Stan hits a double, uh, scoring a run. Hicks hits a single that scores a run, uh, and then Gardner with the sacrifice fly also get just getting the job done, doing the bare minimum. Uh, something that the Yankees weren't doing a little bit earlier on, and then Stan again coming up with a single, uh, scoring two runs. Uh, he Stan winds up with. Uh, Four RBIs on the game, three for four. He finished his averages are now at 314 after the game last night. Uh, but after the game today, he's down to 312. He went one for four today, scored a run, and got an RBI. So he stays kind of hot. Uh, you know, continues that hitting streak. I believe it's up to 12 games now. Uh, unfortunately, Judge, another bad day, 0 for four, two strikeouts, 255 batting average now. LeMahieu, I don't know what's going on, 0 for five, two strikeouts. Uh, he had an opportunity to get on base to get uh, to allow Stanton to come up with, I believe, the uh, with another runner on board. I think that uh, Brett Gardner got on, and then um, Lemayhu struck out, unfortunately, uh, in an oper- in a situation where Stanton could have came up with the with you know the tying runner on base if he were to hit a home run, but. Uh, unfortunate loss today. Can't get too upset about it though, because you know we took two out of three from the Astros. We won five in a row, so we're ha- we're trending in the right direction. Cole also had a good day today. Um, obviously, wanted to see a little more out of the hitting today. Uh, Gio Urshela, two for three though. He's got his average up to two eighty seven. Uh, guys still struggling though. Mike Ford came up in a in a clutch type of situation. Uh, didn't come through. He's hitting ninety one now. Uh, Aaron Hicks. You know, he went three for three today. That's the only reason he's hitting 202. But, uh, you know, 202, need to see him start trending in the right direction like he did today. Three for three. He also had that big bloop hit last night uh, that scored that scored some runs. So he's playing a little bit better as of late. Uh, again, good series win over the Astros. Uh, obviously would have loved the win today with Cole on the hill. Uh, I, I was very, you know, questionable talking to my friends about why they're willing to let Kluber uh, pitch, you know, eight innings over hundred pitches, but Cole, uh, it has to be, he can't go over hundred pitches, has to stop it in the seventh inning. It's just pretty frustrating. Uh, I definitely wanted to see Cole come out for one more inning. For all we know, it could have been a, literally a five pitch inning. He was, he was, you know, throwing dimes out there. He was really feeling it. Uh, and it was it's just an unfortunate loss today, but again, can't get too uh, upset about it. We're moving on to a series against the Nationals now. Uh, we won five in a row. Now we've lost this one. We still win the series though by a sco- by uh, two by two games to three out of three. So Yankees trending in the right direction right now, I believe. Obviously, it was concerning to see the bullpen blow today, but I'm sure that Chad Green will be back and better than ever. Uh, really, really soon. So that's it for my rant on the Yankees. Great series win against the Astros. Questionable about the move today of taking out Cole. Uh, Stanton, absolutely hot right now. 
can't wait to see this uh, weekend series against the Nationals. I'm not sure if we're going to be playing against uh, the likes of Scherzer or Strasburg over the weekend. Uh, I'll check that out right now and let you know. We are playing against Patrick Corbin to start. That's a good start. 8-1-0 ERA for him. Uh, it's gonna, he's going to be going up against Tyon, so, who has a 5-2-4 ERA. So good opportunity for Tyon uh, to get on the right track after winning last game. Uh, you know, very exciting stuff for the Yankees. Winning two out of three against the Astros was electrifying at the uh, in the Bronx this week. This week uh, with the Astros, the cheating, the whole cheating scandal, and uh, the Yankees fans riled up. It was a great series. Can't wait for uh, us to continue our you know our history with the Astros since it's going to be a lot for as long as they have Altuve and Correa and Bregman. But that's it for my rant on the Yankees. Going to move on. So the Mets just now completed their series with the St. Louis Cardinals, winning their game today by a score of 4-1, to one. Uh, winning this series now two games out of three. They played two games yesterday because of a doubleheader. Cardinals win the first game 4-1. to one. Mets win the second game 7-2, to two, both in seven innings, obviously, because of the doubleheader rules. And then the Mets win today 14-1. to one. Uh, Let's go through the two games yesterday to start. Uh, Mets lose the first one, four to one. Uh, I'll go through every single game and say that the Mets are still thirtieth in in run score. That means that they are last in the league. Um, you know, it seems like they hit a walk off here, I believe, or no, they did not. They just scored two runs in the fifth, and uh, I, it's interesting to see this because you know the Mets only had to pitch six innings on here because uh, they didn't. I guess they didn't get have to pitch on the bottom of the seventh, so they only pitched six innings here uh, in this game. Stroman, five innings pitched, two earned runs, four runs, though. Uh, the Mets commit two errors in this game. So, you know, defensive struggles, offensive struggles seen in this game. Um, I can't really blame the pitching so much if only two earned runs really happened in this game. Uh, you know, two errors. So, really, that game was fielding and hitting concerns. Uh, and then you go to the second game of the doubleheader. They win 7-2. to two. Uh, They decide to go with an opener for this game and use their bullpen throughout. Uh, they obviously only give up two earned runs during this game. Uh, 11 total hits using three, six different pitchers uh, in total. Uh, five of those guys pitching at least one inning. Don't forget, this is also a seven-inning game. So, uh, you know, interesting looking at the stats for a seven-inning game. Uh, but to get to the hitting for yes for that first game yesterday, the Mets uh, went 0 for 5 with runners scoring position, left five runners on base, uh, and then in that second game, four of 11, six runners on base. So you could see the difference between uh, game one and game two. Uh, the, the offense was there, the pitching was there, uh, the two things, and and the defense was there. I mean, they committed no errors. So uh, everything that wasn't there in the first game, the defense and the pitching. I mean, and the hitting was there in the second game. The pitching was there in the first game and in the second game. So, uh, but you look at the after yesterday's two games, they're at the Mets' averages were at uh, Alonso's at 281. That's solid. McNeil 230 needs to be better than that. Conforto 235 needs to be better than that. Dom Smith 233 needs to be better than that. Uh, uh, they definitely sat a bunch of other guys. Nimmo hasn't been playing recently, so. Uh, you know, that's a guy that they're definitely missing, but they were still able to come up with this 7-2 win. Um, and, a, and a nice thing to look at is 
they didn't rely on the home run too much. They hit two home runs yesterday, uh, accounting for three of the seven runs scored. The other way is they scored, uh, they scored on a wild pitch. That's how they scored their first run. Uh, what's new? The Mets scoring on like a wild pitch or a or a hit by or a hit batter with the bases loaded. Uh, but we also see a Pilar single scoring a run. Uh, VR reached on an infield single that scored a run. Uh, and then, you know, Pilar, fielder's choice, scores a run. So the Mets, you know, they're starting to figure it out. It doesn't need to be a home run, home run, home run. You don't need to go for the extra base hit. You just need to do it, do what's necessary to get the job done. Kevin Pilar showing us what's that that's the case, and same with Jonathan VR. Both guys uh, reaching on infield or fielder's choice singles, just doing the bare minimum uh, to get runs in. And the Mets, that's, that's their biggest concern right now. I mean, you look at the statistics for the Mets pitching, uh, they're fourth in earned run average, third in whip, and eighth in batting average against, tied for sixth in quality starts with 12. Uh, and then you go ahead and you look at their batting, you know, 30th in runs scored, but they're 11th in batting average and 5th in on-base percentage. And I've been saying this time and time again, they're just not coming up with the clutch, timely hits that they need. They're getting the runners on base, but they're just, you know, not not coming up in clutch situations, similar to what the Yankees are doing. Um, and you just look at, at how they've been playing with runners in scoring position. I mean, they scored four runs today, but they went three for 15 with runners in scoring position. Uh, that's, you know, one fifth. So that's what 20 per, that's 200 batting average. Uh, yesterday, you know, in that, in that second game, they had, a, they played well, uh, hitting four of 11 with runners scoring position, but in that first game they didn't. So we were seeing what the concerns are for both the Mets and the Yankees, that being hitting with those clutch, uh, in those clutch situations with runners scoring in scoring position. Uh, both teams need to get better at that. Hoping that it happens as the season comes along. Uh, I'm not too concerned about the Mets. They're still playing without got pitchers like Carrasco and and Syndergaard, and you know Nimmo hasn't been playing. Uh, so so they're they're still missing guys. They still have more fire firepower coming in. Uh, again, you know I mentioned only one hitter there. I, again, I don't think that the pitching is a concern at all. Uh, I am more concerned with the hitting, so maybe they'll have to add someone, uh, or hopefully Lindor will just start doing uh, what he's supposed to. But w- when I look at guys like Nimmo and McNeil and Lindor and Conforto and Alonzo and Dominic Smith, that's six guys that I think are you know at least average uh, MLB hitters. So you know I don't I'm not exactly sure what average is. I'm expecting that means I guess I expect at least 250 from them, probably even more. So, uh, you know, I like the Mets team, and they're getting on base, uh, and they have good average. They're getting hits, but they're just not coming up clutch, uh, and that's something I feel like the Mets have struggled with for years, and uh, I hope that Mets fans can comment uh, and agree with me or disagree with me, but uh, Mets need to start scoring more runs. Once they start scoring more runs, then they'll probably start playing their best baseball but that's kind of an obvious statement. But this division is a tough division right now. The Phillies, I believe, are in first place, one game above 500. Uh, it's you know stacked from the top to the bottom when you're talking Phillies, Nationals, Mets, Braves. Braves won the division like three years in a row, so it would be a shock if they didn't win. Uh, but they're below 500 right now, I believe. So you know the Mets are gonna, are gonna are going to have to play very well in order to win this division and even make the playoffs, given how uh, tough the NL is this year and the NL East. But not overly concerned. Again, we're, we're only, you know, 
30 games in, uh, 26 games in for the Mets since they missed a bunch of games. Uh, this is like the halfway point of the season last year, which is why I believe that last season was BS garbage. But whatever, it is what it is last season. Uh, but the Mets need to score more runs. Once they do that, they'll be playing better baseball. That's all I got for the Mets today. Going to move on to talking about the Knicks' loss last so after going on a 12-1 streak uh, over 13-game span, the Knicks lose their worst game in that span to the Denver Nuggets by a score of 113-97. to uh, You know, the Knicks on a road trip right now of six games, started off against the Rockets and the Grizzlies, won both of those games. Uh, what You know, this was a very tough road trip to end the season going against Denver and then uh, the Phoenix Suns, and then the Lakers, and then the Clippers, or vice versa, I forget. Uh, point is, is that the Nuggets are a better team than us. Uh, it's, you know, it's tough to say, but Jokic absolutely destroyed us. Uh, Nerlens Noel was absolutely no match for Nikola Jokic last night. Uh, Nerlens Noel only grabbed five rebounds, I think, and had five points two of three shooting, I mean, you know, and they locked us down on defense. We shot 38% from the field, 37% from three. Uh, you know, it's not like they even played so well either. You know, they scored 113 points. I'm not even sure how. 38% from the field, 31% from three. Um, it, and I'll actually tell you how they outscored us uh, by that much while shooting, you know, a poor percentage from the field. They out-rebounded us by 24 rebounds. We did not have one single player on the team to have double-digit rebounds. Jokic getting 12 rebounds, and then they got JaVale McGee off the bench with nine rebounds. Uh, and then you got multiple guys. Uh, and then you also have Campazzo grabbing nine boards somehow. Uh, you got Porter with six rebounds. And then you got Millsap with six rebounds. Uh, Gordon with five rebounds, uh, Jermichael Green off the bench with five rebounds, uh, Harrison off the bench with five rebounds. I mean, the whole entire starting lineup had five rebounds and above. Uh, they were all in the plus. Seems like the Knicks didn't come out, you know, really wanting this win tonight or just really willing to fight for it all. It kind of looked like they, they knew that they were outmatched in this game, even without Jamal Murray for the Nuggets. I personally thought that this was the most winnable game out of the next four between the, uh, the Nuggets, the Suns, the Lakers, and the Clippers. Unfortunately, not the case. Uh, I'm going to move on to thinking that's the Lakers now the most winnable game with the way they've been playing. But uh, the main thing here is that we cannot guard or stop Nikola Jokic. It'll be the same thing for Joel Embiid. Uh, you know, Nerlens Noel has had a great year. A great pickup for the Knicks. That doesn't mean that he's going to be able to stop the most talented uh, big men in the league. You know, he'll, he'll do it against uh, lesser tier players. Uh, you know, maybe even a DeAndre Aiden. But you know, when you're talking about Jokic and Embiid, he's not going to stop those guys. He finished with a minus thirteen. Uh, you know, the Knicks looked discombobulated last night. You know, they weren't playing good defense. They weren't communicating. Uh, they were getting upset at the refs at the beginning of the game. Uh, they went down like nine to two to start. I mean, they only scored twelve damn points in the in the first quarter. I mean, it was over right there. They got outscored by twenty two points. Uh, almost impossible to come back from that. A lot, you know. So they basically did the opposite of what they always do. They played no defense and they didn't and no offense. 
giving up 34 points in the first quarter, only scoring 12. Uh, the Knicks actually outscored the Nuggets in the next two quarters by one point each. That doesn't make a help. It doesn't really help at all because they're still down 20 points at that point. Uh, they they actually outscored the Nuggets in the fourth quarter as well by four points. So the Knicks outscored the Nuggets in the second, third, and fourth quarter. They just did not come out to play to start. And Jokic absolutely took advantage of Nerlens Noel. He shot 10 of 16 from the field, got 15 free throw attempts, hit 12 of those 15 attempts. So he was just taking advantage of uh, Nerlens Noel last night, and that was quite obvious. Um, yeah, uh, the Knicks moved to 15 and 18 on the road now, uh, still below 500, and we still have three more tough road games to finish off this trip going up against the Suns, the Clippers, and the Lakers. Uh, the concern is we cannot start like that off the bat. Uh, you know, As I said, the Knicks, you know, even if they go down, they're going to battle it out the rest of the way. They're going to rip out your kneecaps and battle it out, and that's what they did. They won the second, third, and fourth quarter, outscored the Nuggets in all of those quarters, but they just got demolished in the first. They didn't come out to play to start. Uh, so that, that's definitely a concern. Uh, going into these next games, the Suns, the Clippers, and the Lakers, all good defensive teams, all have better names than us, all, are all uh, all have great coaches as well. I'm kind of skeptical about Ty Lue, actually, but whatever, I'll give it to him. Uh, but, you know, this is a huge three-game, uh, three the rest of this three-game road trip for the Knicks is huge. Uh, need to pull out at least one victory. I, I guess I'm looking forward to that game against the Lakers, just because they're playing so poorly. Uh, maybe we could pull one out against the Suns. We basically pulled on the Suns what the Nuggets pulled on us the other day, but then they killed us and throughout the rest of the game. So, uh, you know, I think that we had, we do have a chance. I think that we could play with every team. I think that we proved that we could play with the Nuggets a little bit last night. We just really got destroyed in the first quarter, uh, but we also got completely out-rebounded. So uh, looking, at it, looking at teams such as the Suns, they could definitely do damage on us on the board. Uh, maybe a little bit less so. The Lakers, they, they play a little more small ball. Same with the Clippers. I'm less concerned about that, but that's a big issue for the Knicks, giving up a ton of off, a ton of rebounds uh, and offensive rebounds. I mean, the uh, Nuggets out offensive rebound us by 12. They, had, they grabbed 18 offensive rebounds. The Knicks grabbed six. They also grabbed 46 defensive rebounds to the Knicks 36. So they just destroyed the Knicks offensive, defensive rebounds. That's definitely one of the weaknesses for the Knicks, I think. Uh, and I, I just truly believe that they didn't come out to start playing 100%. Uh, they, they weren't giving it their full all like I always say that they do. Uh, they made up for it in the second, third, or fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough. They fall to the Nuggets by 16. Now we're moving on to the next one. Knicks have the Suns uh, tomorrow night on the road. Uh, before they go to L.A. for two games. I think that they have a day off, and then they play the Clippers on Sunday, uh, and then the Lakers on Tuesday. So, you know, uh, I'll have nothing to comment on the Knicks tomorrow night. Uh, the Nets are going to be playing tomorrow night, tonight, though, against the Dallas Mavericks. So I'll be back tomorrow commenting on, uh, you know, I guess not the Yankees or the Mets today, but I'll comment on the Nets and anything else. Uh, maybe I'll even take a day off for myself tomorrow. I'm not even sure. But all I know is that I'll definitely be back Monday. I'll talk about all the Knicks from the weekend against the Suns and the Clippers, the Yankees series against the Nationals, uh, whoever the Mets are playing. I'm blanking. 
even though I just talked about it. I think it's the Diamondbacks. Uh, but I'll be back talking all of that on Monday if I'm not back if I'm not uh, posting an episode tomorrow due to there just being one game. Uh, but good series win for the Yankees over the Astros. Good series win on the road uh, against one of the better teams in the National League for the Mets. Uh, you know the Cardinals hot this year. They just got they got Arenado in the offseason. So great series win for the Yankees and the Mets. Unfortunate loss for the Knicks on this road trip, but was bound to happen. They won the first two games of the road trip. Uh, you know the Nuggets are just a better team. Uh, you know the Knicks probably not used to that uh, to that air pressure or whatever it is the the, the lack of air the thin air in in Denver but well I'm sure we'll come back strong even if we lose against the Suns and the Clippers I'm sure that they'll it'll be better games than against the Nuggets but uh exciting times only like a week and a half left until the end of the NBA season uh Yankees and Mets starting to get it rolling so really good time to be a New York sports fan can't wait to be back with you guys either tomorrow or Monday talking more New York sports but for now Ben Klein peace out hope you enjoyed today